Though I work with companies throughout the world, there is one story about the transformative power of voice technology that never ceases to inspire me. It began in May 2018, when a student at the University of North Carolina named Anastasia Sewell, a music lover and an avid runner, was in New Orleans to celebrate her 21st birthday with her family. With no warning, she began to feel odd symptoms, weakness, and poor coordination. Within hours, they got worse. Her fingers and toes tingled, and her body felt numb. Sewell tried to shake off the problem. As planned, she and her mother began seeing the sights of New Orleans. But she found herself asking her mom to stop every few minutes so she could sit and rest. This was not the Anastasia everyone had come to know. The vigorous woman friends described as the picture of health, who'd recently qualified for that fall's Boston Marathon. A few days later, Sewell found herself in Tulane Medical Center, almost completely paralyzed from her shoulders down. She had contracted Guillain-Barre syndrome, GBS, a neurological disorder that affects approximately one person in 100,000. GBS causes the body's immune system to attack the nervous system, stripping the nerves of their protective myelin sheath. Little by little, the brain loses control of the electrical signals that normally connect the mind to the body. The individual who suffers with GBS becomes physically helpless and sometimes dies. Luckily for her, Sewell was surrounded by family and friends who cared about her deeply. One of these was Matt Kubota, her boyfriend at the time, who was a product designer at Willow Tree, the company I co-founded. Anastasia's illness was Matt's first experience with someone suffering from an extreme physical disability. Shocked by her plight, Matt discovered the extent to which people with paralysis are cut off from the world, unable even to speak with those they love. The ability to communicate is a fundamental human function. When a person is seriously ill, lack of that ability can make medical treatment extremely difficult by limiting access to basic information about the patient's condition. Does she have any feeling in her limbs? Is she too hot or too cold, hungry or thirsty? To deal with this problem, Sewell's caregivers used a standard tool for such circumstances, a chart with letters of the alphabet. Her caregivers would hold up the chart and point to the letters one at a time. Sewell would use head movements, a nod or a shake, to indicate which letter was correct, gradually spelling out the words that would express her meaning. After a few grueling hours like this, Matt hit on the idea of improving the system by listing the letters of the alphabet in order of frequency, E, T, A, O, I, N, and so on, rather than in alphabetical order. This made it possible for Sewell to spell most words a little more easily. But the process was still agonizingly slow and frustrating. Naturally, Matt searched for a technological fix. But he found that there was no accessible, easy-to-use, voice-based tool that could enable victims of paralysis to communicate with others. A small industry had grown up around building custom-made devices that could allow people with little or no mobility to communicate, either in writing or through artificially generated speech. However, these devices were complicated, unwieldy, and extremely expensive, requiring an investment of $10,000 or more. One example was the voice-generating system used by scientist Stephen Hawking, who suffered from amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, ALS, often called Lou Gehrig's disease, which involved a specially programmed laptop computer attached to a customized set of switches. This kind of support was inaccessible for the vast majority of people who needed it. 
Kubota decided there ought to be an app for that. He convinced his colleagues at Willow Tree to join him in launching a pro bono project to develop a communication tool that people with disabilities could access easily, anytime, anywhere, and without having to spend thousands of dollars. The result was a voice technology tool they ultimately dubbed Vocable AAC. The acronym stands for Augmentative and Alternative Communication, and it defines an entire category of voice tools and devices that can help people who have limited ability to communicate verbally with others.